Hello, everyone. It's your friend Tristan Miller. I'm just here to inform you that I'm recording my first stand-up comedy album and special on May the 4th in New York City at Caveat at 4 p.m. You can go to the link in my bio on my social media platforms, or you can go to caveat.com, go to May the 4th, and buy tickets there. Highly recommend that you get them early as they are cheaper that way. Also, after the show, I'm going to go, Phantom Menace is playing in theaters. So I'm going to take a big group to go to the nearest AMC or whatever Cineplex and go see my favorite Star Wars movie. I'll say it. I'll say it with my full chest. My favorite Star Wars movie in theaters again. So hope to see you at both things. If you have to pick one, just pick my my show, please. Um, I do. Uh, uh, would, I would like to sell out the house if possible. Anyway, um, love you. I uh, hope to see you soon. Okay, bye bye. This podcast is brought to you by Substack. Go to Substack.tristanjmiller.com for early access to this podcast as well as film reviews from me, Tristan Miller. Now, our feature presentation. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Focus Testing, a podcast about movies where we make a movie. I'm Tristan Miller, and joining me today is the very funny Ben Katzner. Ben. Hello. Welcome. What's up? Hello, Cleveland. <laughs> do people still do that? Is that a fun I, I don't know. Uh, if there's someone listening in Cleveland, I would love for them to feel welcome. So thank you for that. Yeah, Jamie in Cleveland, this one's for you, buddy. Coming in at number five. Um, <laughs> how are you doing, Ben? I'm okay. You know, it's uh, a low-key day. I'm here with you. That's good. I like mm-hmm. this. I'm excited. I um, I might do like maybe like five to ten push-ups today. I don't know. Anything Hell yeah. Hell so yeah. I feel hype. Do you, do you normally do five to ten push-ups a day? What I normally do is none of your business, so I don't know why you're coming at me. You asked me to be on here, and you're going to come attack me? I don't think that was an attack. It was merely an inquiry, but, Mm. you know, I'm sorry you felt like it was attack. I I guess, like, in the technical sense, I do not normally do five to ten push-ups a day. Mm. No, That's fine. It's a new thing I'm working on. Cool. Nice, 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 nice. I, myself, used to do them and then gave that up. Yeah. And I, you know, maybe we should text each other and be like, hey, accountability. Yeah, I think I've tried that before. And it just <laughs> makes me mad at the person who's texting me. <laughs> like, right. yeah, immediate resentment. Yeah. Right, rise and grind, right, bro? And I'm like, yeah, I to block. I'm blocking you. <laughs> that is fair. So um, I like to start all of these podcasts the same way, which is asking the guests if they've done push-ups before. No, which yeah. is <laughs> which is asking the guest, do you remember the first movie you saw in theaters? Do I remember the first movie I saw in theaters? Probably or what the is first the, one. What is the first memory you have of seeing uh, I saw Independence Day in a theater. I remember that. That's yeah. Badass. So it, it was probably between Jurassic Park and Independence Day. I do. I think I can't remember which one. I think Independence Day is 96. Yeah. Jurassic Park might be like 94. So 93. 
93. Okay. So I think it was probably Jurassic Park. Really? The first one I remember, definitely. And were uh, you like of age? Or did you sneak in? It's PG thirteen. Yeah, I was with uh I was with a parent. Okay. And probably like my older sister. And um it was badass. I remember I do remember being like, yo, movies are great. <laughs> are all idiot. movies like this? Yeah, right. They every movie has a dinosaur in it. I'm going. I'm going to everyone. Let's go see Titanic. Where they hit the giant dinosaur famously. Yeah. But yeah, I think those were those were definitely early ones for me. I remember the first rated R movie I saw was Judge Dredd. Uh, I don't know if you remember that franchise at all. I'm it's based off of like a comic book where Mm -hmm. this guy he's he's basically in the future in the future uh i don't i don't know if they're called judges they might be called judges but they're literal judge jury and executioner right (laughs) okay it's like like the world is a police state america is a police state and these guys just go out on like these motorcycles and they kill guilty people that's pretty much (laughs) my gosh um and it's lit you know as like an 11 year old or something seeing that i was like this is crazy i remember feeling very guilty um, because I was like, I don't think my parents would want me to see this. <laughs> you know, for it's sure. Just, it's Sylvester Stallone, like blowing holes in people for yeah. crimes they didn't commit. Um, you know, which, you know, very poignant in the world we live in now. But, um, in, in that time it was very like, girl, I don't know. <laughs> and, uh, we also listened to, do you know, Harvey Danger? Do you, you know, that yeah, song? yeah. Uh, flagpole sitter or whatever um I, that was on in the car ride home and it mm-hmm. says like it's like i'm not sick but i'm not well something something i'm in hell mm-hmm. and like i remember being like this is the most blasphemous day of my <laughs> life they're saying hell and damn on the they say god damn you in the song and, they say that on, and i was just like <gasps> i'm never gonna make i'm never gonna see the pearly gates of heaven so <laughs> that's a look into my psyche congrats yeah were you um did you grow up like very conservative in a conservative household no i just was always really afraid of going to hell (laughs) (laughs) i it wasn't we weren't really like we would go to church a little like on sundays and christmas and easter and stuff but like i truly there for no reason i don't know if i read some weird books or something but like from, <laughs> the I would say from ages yeah you know just got just got a little into the bible and saw i was you know it was conflicting with what i was living um but i would say from like nine probably from like nine until 13 until i like fully discovered masturbation i was like i'm going to hell i just thought everything i was gonna do just was gonna make me go to hell that was my big fear and then you bust one nut and anxiety like, is gone Forever. Heaven is a place on earth, baby. <laughs> I'm free. Thank you for freeing me, you busty big naturals. You've done it. Uh, so I have a series of movie trivia questions. Mm-hmm. And I like to start with the same. I like to bookend with the same ones for each guest. And the first one is, what is movie? Mm-hmm great question thank you um can i call in the audience at all or is this just yeah yeah if you have someone on the line you can go ahead (laughs) um gary can you take this one no um (laughs) yes hello (laughs) gary also from cleveland shout out to my cleveland homies Mm -hmm. uh movie is a moving film 
moving that. film. Okay. Is that a thing? Yeah, sure. That absolutely <laughs> works. You don't like that. No, no, it is. It's I like it well. It's just very literal, and it really sets the tone of what we're going to be making later on, I feel like. Now, second question, and I think this is pertinent to you because you, you've made a comic book, right? Yes, yeah, graphic novel, yes. Okay, my, my apologies. I know, I, know, my I apologies. understand, but I, I want people to know that if they're going to dive into it, it's going to be more than, like, 25 pages, 99 pages. It's nine. I don't know what the actual distinction is, but I just know graphic novels are usually longer. Um, mm-hmm. So it may be wordier, but yeah, I did make a graphic novel. It's called Hello, My Name is Poop. It's available anywhere. It's about a kid who gets poop based superpowers. <laughs> Middle grade readers will love it, uh, picture wise, and there's some jokes for, you know, parents and all that sort of stuff in it. It's fun. It's great. It's a breezy read, but it is a graphic novel. And if you say anything differently, I'll have to physically fight you. Go ahead with your question. So you've uh, made some sort of cartoon strip, is that correct? Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, so what Marvel character would you kill forever? They're never forever. coming back. Never coming back. Both in, in film specifically. Oh, in film. Okay. Because good. it is a movies podcast, but I thought it was pertinent. Um, okay. One I would kill in film. Forever. They're never coming forever. back. Um, I don't know. There's a lot of new ones that I'm just like, we don't need any of this. <laughs> okay. take, take some of you out. Um, what did I just see? The last one I saw was Thor. Is there anybody killable in there? Oh, they're they're making um oh my what's his name? Uh so it's Zeus in the movie. Mm-hmm. Russell Crowe. Right? Yeah. Russell yeah. Crow. They're they're gonna make like Russell Crowe like a thing. And I don't know. Oh that. no as Zeus and I don't like that I I don't I don't get it I, I understand it's like part of the comics lore and like pantheon of gods or whatever but like he's just like a he's a big bloated Thor and there's no I don't get why he's I don't love that as a villain or whatever so I would get rid of right off the top of my head I would get rid of Zeus I would get rid of I don't know. You know, like, do we really need uh, Peter Quill anymore? You know, do we really need... Uh, there's a lot of Chris's. We could cut some of the Chris's down. Mm-hmm. I know that uh, some of them are gone or whatever. I think... Um, what if I... This is fucked up. But what if I was like... I don't really like Chadwick Boseman as Black Panther. <laughs> 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 we found uh, it. <laughs> and then I just I just Google it. I'm like, what is what is the next Black Panther movie? I'm like, oh my oh. god, I did it! <laughs> oh boy. No, I love Chad, Chadwick Boseman. Oh yeah, so there are good. definitely some other. I don't really love uh, Julia Louis Dreyfus as she's in. Um, she's in like the new Captain America series, and she. Oh, spoiler, I guess if anyone. Yeah, I I know she showed up at the end of Black Widow, and I was like, why is she here? I love yeah. seeing her little face. She's so she's she's like putting together. She's, I'm putting together a team. It's like that oh, okay. sort of thing. And I don't. And she's they go so like kooky with some of these with some of the bad like villainous characters that I'm like. Mm it doesn't all it's okay just to be evil you know what i mean like i get it's okay like just be like i'm putting together a team why for like a fun pun like no because i want to destroy the planet that's fine i like it when you want to blow things up i think that's totally fine yeah um i agree i think there's a lot of gimmicks these days because you know 
once you're not doing Thanos, I feel like they kind of have the wind out of their sails right. and like, oh, what do we got? You know? Yeah, there are whole franchises that are like coming up that I would totally be like, we don't don't do this. This is pointless. Nobody cares about <laughs> Wonder Man. I'm sorry, but you, like nobody even knows what that is. Just you don't want to see She-Hulk attorney at law. She-Hulk is a thing that is actually fascinating that I would watch, but it is like it looks bad. Like, yeah, literally looks bad. Yeah, yeah. it's unfortunate that the VFX people are overworked that. So that's what I was just reading about where I was like, you know, everyone's crapping on this movie, but it's like, well, they're like, you know, we worked truly 24 hours a day and like we're being in bottles and then we get and this is this is what happens when they rush this. And it's like. Why yeah. are you rushing She-Hulk? That's a movie no one asks for a show. Yeah. No one asks for this quickly. Like you could totally do it. You have the time to do it. It's not going to change. It's not going to functionally change anything that you're doing over the next 250 years or however many Marvel movies are coming out. So mm-hmm. I, I don't know why they would rush stuff like that. That feels very unfair to a lot of people involved. I, I think so too. And I think it's also kind of denotes like every few months davy jones from pies the caribbean two and three will start trending on twitter and be like look how this holds up and i'm like yeah they had to really work hard to make sure people didn't make fun of it whereas now it's so ubiquitous they're like ah you know and yeah yeah, it's a i i really feel for viz effects artists and that position is bad to be in um next question go ahead yeah i was just gonna say you have to make a film like pirates of the Caribbean like look amazing so people forget that Johnny Depp is in it you know yeah I mean? yeah absolutely yeah. yeah yeah like wow the visuals also wasn't there a guy in here that we don't like, <laughs> like ah, we don't have time look at his tentacles we, we don't have time just quick make another squid man and we'll call it good <laughs> yeah um okay so from which actor would you steal a car mm. I'm sure like the gaudy answer is you know, like uh, Paul Walker or something, you know, somebody who's just not going to so many actors die that it's, yeah. it's so, you can continually just make these jokes crazy. Oh boy. Um, I would want somebody who has something functional though. Mm-hmm. Maybe electric, great mileage, but that like nobody else has. Mm. Um, I would go with uh, from any actor. Any doesn't actor. Have to, doesn't have to be movies. Mm-hmm. Um, I would go. Can I pick out a Broadway star here? Yeah. Uh, Nathan <laughs> Lane. Foster? Oh, okay. There we go. I can't. I can't do. I don't know many Broadway people, so yeah, yeah, they have fine. to also cross over into film for me <laughs> to have a good reference. Um, I, I would say I'm going to say Leonardo DiCaprio. Okay. Right. Because right? yeah. you know he's got some spendy, pricey, unnecessary bullshit, mm-hmm. but also he cares about the environment. You know, he's worried about the ice caps melting. He's worried about private jet. Is that him? He's private jet use guy or is that Matt? No, that's the opposite of him. He uses a private jet quite often, unfortunately. All right. Well, then I stick with him. Yeah, Um, because he can just lose a little, you know, he needs to reduce his carbon footprint. And by doing you're helping him out with this. Yeah. So also, if I steal a car from him, there's probably like a 25 year old model in there. that He just forgot it. He just forgot (laughs) So, you know, I would have a friend, you know, it's not, it doesn't have to be a sexual thing. I just have a buddy for a long trip. Mm-hmm. From, uh, which, which movie monster would you marry? Which movie monster would I marry? Mm-hmm. Uh, Kathy Bates from Misery. Oh. <laughs> All right. That's the correct answer. Um, 
I okay. What movie has the best soundtrack? Oh, this is a great question. Um, mm-hmm. Jurassic Park has a really good one. Yes. Um, I like Black Panther. Like, like an honest answer, mm-hmm. Black Panther is really good. Um, I don't mind Home Alone and Harry Potter. Almost sound exactly the same to me. I they think they do. The same. It's John Williams both times. Star Within, Wars also has a good one. It does. It does. So a lot of classical music. Yeah, he's awesome. So mm-hmm. probably any of the movies that he's done, I would for sure take. Okay. Okay. So like a Close Encounters of the Third Kind and Indiana Jones. It goes yes. on. All right. Wait, what's your answer to that question? That one I'm very curious about. Oh, um, my favorite movie soundtrack probably would be... If we're going like score-wise probably fellowship of the ring it oh okay got bangers howard shore knew what he was doing that hobbit theme makes me like emotional every time i hear it sure um but if we're going like modern soundtracks i think uh men in black has a really fun soundtrack. i was thinking about that that's so funny yeah i was for sure thinking men in black men in black Um, is great do you know have you ever watched office space oh yeah okay (laughs) office space is one i would probably choose that's yeah it's really good uh um, oh, I just watched John Carpenter's The Thing for the first time. Great movie. And great soundtrack on that. The synth and stuff, very yes. fun. He's oh, a great yeah. musician. Yes. Um, this next one is a little tricky. Mm. What is my favorite movie? Hmm. This is like a little get-to-know-each-other exercise. <laughs> Madagascar. Boom. <laughs> You know what? As a Nailed kid, it. for a three-year period, I probably would have said yes. <laughs> oh, right. you better believe I did some problematic King Julian impressions as a child. Yeah, I mean, that's what the movie was about. It was marketing being problematic. That's, what that's true. That's very true. Um, so you're, you're saying as an adult, it's not. What's your favorite movie? Then? Is it? Oh, um, it's not. It's... F- my my favorite f- film is um, far more. Mm, it's gonna be hard. Yeah, it's very. Uh, it's far more. Um, it's an adult movie, not like like that. A movie for adults. Um, it's Woman Under the Influence by John Cassavetes. Basically, okay. Gino Rollins and Peter Falk. They're married. They're a working class couple. Gino Rollins has some sort of you know episode, mental health wise. <laughs> And boy, does Peter Falk not know how to handle it properly because sure. it's the 70s and he's a working class man. Um, and it's very compelling, very moving. Um, but at the core of it is like a lot of love, despite his actions being dubious at best, so, shall we say. Um, like he hits her twice. It's not good. Mm. Um, but mm. it's, an, I think, an accurate portrait of like, hey, this is what would happen. Um, but it's like not it's implied that that's never happened before. And so it's like clearly out of desperation. There's, um, it's so good that I did write a video essay about it. So if you want to go check that out, people listening, you can do that. For sure. Um, I love that. Do you want to know a, a dumb fact about me? Go for it. Yeah. Honestly, just probably invalidates my entire existence on this podcast. Um, <laughs> I don't know that I really would have known who Cassavetes was before I watched the show Entourage. Because they talk about they talk about like Nick Cassavetes or whatever, and I think that's his son. In life or whatever. And I was just like, "Huh, 
is this a real guy? Like I had to like really look into it and then figure that out. So I probably don't deserve to be here. And if anyone comments as such, they are correct. Oh, it's turtle talking about John right. Cassavetes. That's so funny. I, I've only seen three, like two or three episodes of Entourage. Can't get past it. Can't do it. Not my thing. God bless you. I mostly am upset that it's PR for Mickey. What? What is his name? Mark Wahlberg. Oh, sure. His, yeah. you know, whole like. <laughs> I, I love the idea of you meeting Mark Wahlberg and being like, hey, what's up, Mickey? And him being yeah. like, wait, what? <laughs> Did this guy Hold just on. call me a Mick? What the hell? <laughs> Um, yeah, it is. It is, I guess, loosely based off of his shitty life story, except he doesn't commit it. They don't commit any hate crimes. In that's precisely so, why they made it. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Um, it is like a bad show. It's just a mm-hmm. straight up. But I watch bad shows, so sure. I don't I don't stand by it. I don't like it anymore. But like I have for sure watched it three times and um, like like I've watched it in full at least three times. I wow. And wow. uh, just to see, like, you know, one, you watch it. Two, you're like, oh, let's, you remember the old days? Let's yeah, watch yeah. it again. And then three, you're like, do you think this still holds up? And then you're just, just dragging yourself through it. Um, uh, unfortunately, the character that um, uh, Jeremy Piven plays is, like, actually really good. Like, it's, mm. he's, that role is beautiful and perfect and kind of great and he is just such a shitbag it like really takes so like it bothers me when i think about it now yeah what's your favorite movie what's my favorite movie office space is definitely up there such a good film um cinema un film mm-hmm. mm. oh i like it when you just say it a little bit different uh, yeah <laughs> i like that um what is my i mean I, I always have a hard time with favorites but definitely um i i, I might have to just say office space because you know that's it, a great movie i go back to it i like it he's a little the the crux of the film is a little uh doesn't maybe hold up as much where basically a woman he has a crush on maybe fucked someone he doesn't like and he gets pretty upset about it but um other than that i think it's a pretty good movie there's mm-hmm. other movies out there i like 40 old virgin i know that one some huh. of the stuff doesn't like i like comedies like i'm sorry i'm a comedian i like crazy um, i know i like super bad there's a pretty it, it, it's tough with comedy because comedy changes and then or also sometimes they just put stuff in there that like you should have never put this in there oh for sure um so super bad has some of that but uh they are great 40 old virgin Anchorman, uh, I remember seeing Anchorman when I was like... Anchorman is solid. I was in like maybe ninth grade and we were doing this like basketball camp. It was like ninth or tenth grade. And um, our we went to South Dakota and our basketball coach was like, oh, we're going to go to this camp. It's going to be great, whatever. Let's go all see a movie. We're going to have a good time. We're going to see a movie. And we saw Anchorman. <laughs> Hell yeah. A bunch of teenage boys and an adult <laughs> man. And the amount of just like dick jokes and sexual jokes and just randomly just horniness. I I have to imagine that was one of his big regrets as a teacher and a coach. It's just like I took teens to see Anchorman. I will say I saw it a little too young and it was the first erection joke I'd ever seen in my life. Also, do you remember what town in South Dakota it was? uh yeah it's where um uh, let's see aberdeen aberdeen okay yeah 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 um my folks are from there i'm from around that area 
So I was just like interested for personal reasons. Final question. And this is the one I end every movie trivia with. Um, About eight and a half. What? Uh, Eight and a half weeks. I love that film with Mickey Rourke. Yeah. Um, Why is another great Cassavetes film? Maybe. (laughs) Absolutely not. Um, (laughs) So nine and a half weeks is basically Mickey Rourke meets this hot lady who is probably a very famous actor who I do not remember the name of. And they just fuck for you guessed it eight and a half weeks and that's basically he's basically a scumbag and she's like too good for him but she like he's mickey rourke so she's like ooh, and that's basically the whole movie wait did you like the wrestler i haven't seen it that's a good i i won't say it's one of my favorites but i remember loving that movie a lot and it's a good allegory for comedy if you're ever interested interesting i'll say this um Mickey Rourke is perhaps one of the greatest actors to ever live. And it's just unfortunate he got in his own way and just tanked his whole career and then went to go fight in Russia and then required all that facial surgery because of it. He like was a boxer in Russia and that's why he looks the way he does now. Um, Speaking of like sports movies that are good uh, allegories for comedy. uh, Have you seen Hustle? The new Adam Sandler joint? I've been like, I've been scrolling around it. I've been like, should I watch this? It seems like it might be okay, but it might also be pretty corny. I'm not sure if I want to watch it. Okay, here's what I'll say. I didn't find it corny, but I'm white. So there's that. (laughs) So there's that. Two, it is a perfect movie, in my opinion. If you're going to go, I want to watch a sports movie, it's... Above and beyond, and the the basketball players that they have acting in it are all very, very talented. So at no point are you like, why why am I watching a basketball player talk as opposed to why, you know, because like the lead guy, I was like, wow, they really found an actor that who could play basketball that well. And then I was yeah. informed he's a member of the NBA. I was like, what? That's not fair. <laughs> sure. That's great. <laughs> yeah. So okay. I highly recommend that. It made me motivated. I was like, oh, I should go out, hustle more, you know, for yeah. the name. You're like, you're like, what should I be doing better? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it just comes across the screen. You're like, <gasps> <gasps> Um, and Adam is really good in it. He delivers, and Queen Latifah plays his wife. Very fun couple. Great energy between the two of them. Doesn't have okay. that normal Adam Sandler like they're biting at each other, like they don't like each other. Couple energy. It's a good movie. Okay. Um, now for this final question, it is: Why is Austin Powers so sexy? Is it the hair? Is it the glasses? Is it the teeth? It could be anything. Mm-hmm. But, you know, he just it's just because he's a man who's got one mission. And mm-hmm. that mission is to shag. You know what I mean? Like, that's. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, technically, he has another mission, but it feels like it's really a side mission. Too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whatever he's supposed to be doing. It's he's like, I'd rather fuck. Yeah. yeah. Um, great question. He's just got that je ne sais quoi, if you will. Uh, so you think it's the focus that really, like, draws people in? Like, I got one thing. I'm focused. I think there's something about a uh, not great looking person not caring that they don't look great and like really going for whatever they want mm-hmm. in a respectful. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, in that movie, it's not like respectful, but like, uh, I, it, can I be more. honest? It's a different time. It was the seventies slash the two thousand. Well, this is what I'll say. There is a moment where someone's throwing at themselves at him and goes, oh, I don't feel good about this. He is 
Ooh. pretty compassionate regarding like I I don't want to hurt people's feelings. I also don't want to, you know, he doesn't want to have sex with people who don't want to have sex with him. Sure. But he'll make a pass at anyone to see. Right. <laughs> yeah. You know, he's just as the waters all the time. And I, you know, I respect the hustle. Um, he's indiscriminate, but he is a gentleman. Yeah. You know? I like that. The I don't want to say he's not good looking. I just like traditional movie attraction. Oh, yeah, sure, sure. They also um, give him false teeth and like, yeah, yeah he's meant to be looking yeah, not yeah. great. They make him have know. bangs. You know, that's he's, never good on a man. He's got wait the answer or the question was what what makes him so sexy? Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. He's got confidence. He's yes. got an unbelievable amount of confidence, and it is oozing truly, maybe physically oozing <laughs> out of his nipples a little bit even. But like it is, he is just covered in this confidence casing, and it is a beautiful thing to watch. That's why this that made me think of a little Fockers. But what I've got nipples? Can you milk me? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So now the main event. We're getting our random word now. It's crack. <sighs> Perfect. Do you want, where does your mind go or do you want me to start us off? American Gangster. American that, Gangster. That's that's my movie. This is my pitch. Okay. Crack. American Gangster. All okay. Right. Good podcast, everybody. Okay. Perfect. We're done. Uh, where can people find you? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, my instinct, I like that idea of crack American Gangster. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. Um, so my, my initial thought had something to do with plumbers, you know, Mm. you know, plumbers crack all that. So what if it's a bunch of, uh, mafia people Mm -hmm. or, you know, maybe, you know, petty, bunch of petty criminals trying to get into organized crime by disguising themselves as plumbers and, you know, stealing from people. Okay. Okay. So that's you. I Mm -hmm. see you. That is valid. And I like it. Great. Let me throw in a little bit of Ben. Let me drop a little Ben on you. Perfect. Um, I've been into like disaster movies recently. Sweet as. And so when I think of crack, I think of the the Earth's crust cracking Mm, open. mm. So what if we have a group of, okay, you had mafia members posing Mm -hmm. as plumbers. Is that what it was? Mm -hmm. Um, Mafia members posing as plumbers. That's where we start. They're doing a heist. You know, they're Mm. ready to go. They're cracking the safe. They're doing whatever they got to do. Killing their enemies. You know how mafia movies are. Um, (laughs) And then mid-heist, a uh, global catastrophe strikes. There's Mm -hmm. an earthquake that literally cracks, you know, uh, let's say they're in New York. Okay. And it cracks open the crust of the earth. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Science is unnecessary. but And uh, now... They have to, as New York is falling into this crack, they have to escape New York City and get their loot back to, you know, the big boss man or something. Okay. I like that. And then what about, they get to, they they manage to do it. And then the third act twist is they get to the boss. And the boss is like, I don't care about the money. We have to fix the world is dying. Yeah. <laughs> Go back and fix this, you dumb goons. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that their heist is the thing that causes the quake that like mm-hmm. let's say let's say it splits New York. They have mm-hmm. to be New York because they're and they have to be Italian. Sorry. Yeah, of course. It's just those are the rules. I don't know what to tell you. They have one black dude who's like his mom is Italian, but she doesn't, you know. They, they, <laughs> she she's was actually Italian. black. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. <laughs> 
she was Italian in yeah. the 60s. Yeah, sure. Like Johnny Cash's wife. Yeah, exactly. Wow. Second reference to Johnny Cash's wife this week. I don't think anyone's ever brought that up to me ever before. I oh, really? <laughs> Good. Yeah. It keeps happening with Johnny Cash's wife and the movie Ants to me. This oh. keeps coming up. Ants is such a good bad movie. It just does not make any sense. It's uh, it's crazy as well that like Disney got a whiff of that and immediately pushed out Bugs Life as fast as they could. I was just pre this recording. I was Mm -hmm. like, did they? I knew they came out pretty close, but I was like, which one was first? (laughs) And I guess I it was uh, Ants. I always thought it was technically it was Ants was conceived for either one was conceived first then the opposing t- team got with yeah. it and then quick made a movie surrounding it but so like wild the so tone, petty. i love that level of pettiness absolutely billions of dollars for no reason right. um and i mean i'm partial to bugs life just because the randy newman soundtrack um sure. that's actually can i be honest if we're going to tell favorite soundtracks Probably, probably like Princess and the Frog or or, you know, I love me some Randy Newman. Um, Also, Awakenings, which is a great movie, but also he does the soundtrack for it Um, in any event. uh, Yeah, that level of pettiness, but the tone, they're so tonally different, like Ants is almost for adults, right? Yes. Yeah, 100 percent. Yes. You know, Christopher Walken's there. Woody Allen's the lead. Like, why? (laughs) Why compete against that? You're Disney. You don't need to. Um, anyway, so yes, I love that. It's clearly it's New York. It splits in half. Um, so is it the Isle of Manhattan? Yeah, let's call it Manhattan. Okay, cool, cool. cool, I'm in Astoria. I'm in Queens. I'm untouched. Yeah, same. And it's just like, it's below Harlem. It's really just the worst parts of Manhattan. Okay. So the the parts that everyone knows, but nobody likes. Right, exactly. Mm -hmm. Um, so their heist triggers some seismic event snaps the island of manhattan below 125th street uh (laughs) they get the loot whatever and then they yeah they bring it back to their boss and he's like you dummies you dummies and then this this black guy who might be italian we're not sure he's always really pointing out the black it's a big thing for him (laughs) fix it come on fix it it's pacino yes Yes. It's got a great crack. It's a great Pacino. Thank you. Um, And then, yeah, they have to re-enter a a falling apart city. Mm -hmm. They they have to deal with the consequences of their actions. There's all these people who are now like, you know, uh, uh, like refugees in their own city. They got to help people. They got to get back in this perilous journey. It's like Lord of the Rings meets Four Brothers meets uh, The Town. That's what it is. Okay. Okay. I like this idea as well. Like we have to bring the loot back to where it came from to reset yeah. things. Right. Yeah, Cause it's I somehow like magical or whatever. And I like this idea as, as they're going in, we get Kurt Russell to do a cameo as snake Plissken trying to go out. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Just as like a little nod. Good luck, boys. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pretty That's much. That's great. Um, and I assume they succeed at the end of the film. And then no, no they don't. New York Manhattan is just sinks into the depths. I like of this planet. idea. They get to it. They're about to place it on. And then like a Leo Pluridon or something, some monster from the deep just comes Please. up and Snaps. eats them and I goes down. And then it, you know, we leave it open to a sequel with a kaiju battle, you know? I love that. That's, I, um, 
Oh man, what was I just thinking? Um, that's beautiful. I just want you to know. Thank you. I, I like a, I like a good uh, I like a good like oh shit ending. I like yeah, <laughs> for sure. Like we were talking about Marvel stuff before. Infinity War is a great. It's not like a great movie when you think about it, but like the ending is. I was in. I remember being in the theater and everyone was like kind of mad. <laughs> like yeah, yeah, yeah. All these all these nerds who knew what was gonna happen were like, well, that's not like that's not like the end of it. And I was like. That's the end of it. That's amazing. <laughs> I can't believe you did this. That's such a good idea. And now For I want sure. every movie to end where it just makes someone who, you know, honestly, who looks, who has glasses just like me, probably weighs the exact same, probably <laughs> loves all the same things. I just like seeing them get hurt and I'm not hurt. So that's mm, what I want mm. in a movie. I see. I see. Yeah. I, when, yes, I, I agree. I, as far as like, oh shit endings, really my, the one that's have you seen um cabin in the woods yeah but not a long i don't remember the ending of that movie i almost like, don't want you to tell me because okay. i'm not gonna watch it no yeah. tell me go ahead i'm not gonna watch basically it. hell opens up and it just like ends with hell opening up and it's like oh nothing to be done <laughs> that's what happens at the end of cabin because the whole thing is like an experiment right? they're that's trying cool. to stop like there's an ancient ritual they have to stop the ancient oh. ritual otherwise demons show up and then these two selfish teens just are like well we don't want to die and so they doom the world which oh, is like hilarious very good very unexpected love it a lot love that sort of stuff josh whedon's a fucking doink otherwise. yeah he is a doink i think that's I, probably the best word for him i once <laughs> i once saw his social security number and i truly <gasps> thought about taking a photo of it just... what was the context <laughs> um so this is how crazy the world is i was like pretty freshly moved to new york and i was a temp and I was working at, I, I don't even remember what it was. It was like some sort of law firm that also had some banking aspects to it. And it was for some like, I don't know, it was like charitable donations or something, but like it was his name. <laughs> it it might've been like a shell company. Like now it might've mm -hmm. been like a production company or some sort of shell company thing. But like, I fully, I don't know what to do with a social, but like, I was like, I saw that shit. So. <laughs> okay. Uh, that's very good. Um, as someone who used to verify a fair amount of I-9s for productions, I'm always like, hmm, hmm. What can yeah, I do the, with this? The stuff they just let a random person they don't it's, respect see is crazy. <laughs> working for minimum wage. It's right. insane. Um, so I love this. It's got that twist ending at the end. We have we have Al Pacino as the big boss. Um, who are our two goons? Two goons. Mm -hmm. Wait, is it just two people? I was thinking of okay, thinking well, of a who crew is, of four, a Ghostbusters-esque okay. crew. Of four. Okay, perfect. Love that. So, um, so it's I four want... people. So it's three three white guys and a black guy like Ghostbusters. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <Okay>. yeah. Sure. <laughs> Except you know, in a redemption arc, it's actually not a black guy; it's a black woman, and it is Leslie Jones. It is Leslie Jones perfect. as an Italian, and she's she's very <laughs> adamant. She's like, and I'm Italian too. <laughs> You will treat me as such. That's quite good. I like yeah. that a lot. Uh, uh, I see Kevin. See, I'll I'll do two and you do two. Hold okay, yeah, so yeah. I have I have Kevin James in it. Yes. And I have Leslie Jones in it. Uh, a lot of broad physical comedy from those Love two. Love that. Yeah. Um, to counterbalance that, I feel like um, a Jason Bateman, even okay. though he's very not Italian. He's right. like very 
very waspy. Absolutely. And I want um, you to know for the last one, you can go Asian if you so choose. Okay. So okay. now if you don't, I want you to know that is a choice that you're making to not go Asian. Here's the thing. Oh boy. He's back. Oh, Jackie no. Chan. <laughs> so even more physical comedy. It is a physical it. comedy film. We haven't yeah. had one of those in a while, except for Jason Bateman, who's just like, oh, come on, guys. You know, it is little sure. voice. Sure. You could or have I, like you could add Steve Yoon or whatever, uh, anybody, but you chose Jackie Chan. Jackie Chan, I love. I haven't seen a okay, so I know he's making films, but he's mostly making films in China now. That's true. So I miss him being in terrible American films. I miss the rush hours. I miss everything. You know okay. what I mean? Okay. Um, he, Jackie himself is a bit dubious, and I understand. But wait, what's his deal? Uh, he doesn't like that his son's gay, and that's a bummer. Okay, that's bad. But yeah. Do you we know, know that he does doesn't like his son. Is that, is that maybe I think it's a little column A, column B. <laughs> to be honest, he's just like, oh, I hate my gay son. Like, <laughs> he's the Jackie. opposite of. He's like, no, 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 like. it's it's not because he's gay. I just hate the little bastard. He sucks. Uh, uh, he doesn't make his own money. Like that's his big yeah. thing. It's like sure. I'm not going to give you any of my money, Jackie Chan's son, whose name I should know. Wait, did you say he's the opposite of Herschel Walker? I said he's the opposite of clueless. <laughs> I love my gay dud gay son. I hate my alive gay son. So <laughs> I thought you I thought I trampled over you saying maybe one of the funniest things I've heard. I don't about, can you who's a uh, Walker is a former football player now current like uh, he's like running for Congress or something. Oh, really? And he has this. He He's like a very conservative piece of shit kind of guy, but he has this also also conservative, obnoxious, gay media who <laughs> okay. is just like, you know, the gay agenda, like who's anti gay, who's like gay, but it'll be like, woke gays need to, you know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. do better or whatever. I don't know. Whatever he's saying. <laughs> he's saying like terrible shit online, but Herschel's like, I love my gay son. That's so, so funny. It's the opposite. Uh, also, so, Clueless, great mm-hmm. movie and maybe one of my favorites. If I A great about. film. Um, saw it for the first time a couple of years ago. Amazing film. Would watch right. again. You're first time. Me. I was like, "What? How did you just see this?" But I get it. I mean, I okay. I don't I don't know. I don't know how it happened. I first time I rem- that's the one movie I remember Paul Rudd is in. He's very hard for me to remember that's for whatever amazing. reason. Yeah. And I'm like, oh right, he's in Clueless. The guy from Clueless. That's my pinpoint for who. Paul I would Rudd love. Is. I would love to show him. I hope I meet him someday. Mm. And I'm just going to clip this and have it on my phone. <laughs> and he's done so many like franchises and like yeah. long standing, like in like tent pole, like kind of like series of films. Mm-hmm. And for you to be like clueless, I think. Right. Yeah, you know, like, yeah for sure. Hopefully cut him to the core in a way that every actor needs to be taken down a peg. Yeah. It's clueless. And then also wet hot, hot American summer. Sure. And then then I finally remember he's in I Love You, Man, because yes. I had a conversation about how I always forget what movies Paul Rudd has done. And someone goes, you don't remember I Love You, Man? And I said, who is he in that? And he said, the titular man. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I just couldn't. I remember Jason Siegel's in it. Yeah. You know, he's like slapping the bass, man. That's him. He's like like, slapping the bass, and I know everybody move. I know that. You know, you know. He's in This Is Forty, which is a sequel, basically. I think to that, right? I love you, man. Maybe I believe so. No, Uh, it's a whatever. It doesn't matter. It's it's This Is Us and This Is Forty, right? 
Yes, that's correct. Now, do you want me to retract? This is us as a a TV show, right? I don't know. Am I crazy? You're you're probably right, and I'm probably just free associating over here. I love what we're doing because it's good. There's someone who just is going is screaming. Insane <laughs> right now. And like, yeah. could we take time to look this up? Absolutely. Will we? No, we must move forward with our movie. Let's okay. go. What about this? Ming-Nan Wei instead of Jackie Chan. I love her in Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. She's great as Fennec Shand. What do you think instead? Or do, you, do we want to stick to the broad slapstick comedy team we've we've put together? I like the substitution. I don't like, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to platform a man who hates his son because of his son's sexuality and not because of his I'm going to double check. Kid. I don't want to. <laughs> okay. Well, now I know we're he, checking. Now yeah. we need to check on this is 40 too. Okay. Great. Yeah. For um, gay fans at home. Hate. Okay. So what I've put into Google is Jackie Chan, gay son, hate. Uh, okay. Okay. This is 40s. Uh, okay. What's a knocked up for anyone who's. Thank you so much. Okay. So I got it partly right. And it is literally the opposite of I love my dead gay son. Because Jackie Tan's daughter, the okay. opposite of a son. Yes. In some cultures. In some cultures. Gay. She said, and I quote, We've been homeless for a month due to homophobic parents. We pretty much slept under a bridge and other things. Bad, 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 bad. So let's put Ming-Na Wei in there. Yeah. <laughs> Instead that. of uh, Mr. Jackie Chan. Um, so we they have this crack team. Ah, we have this crack team. <laughs> oh, the crack that, squad is what it's called. Yeah, That's crack it. squad. Uh, in the suicide squad font. Same thing. It's actually just copy and pasted over suicide squad in the same <laughs> with bad photoshop of all these actors this is like oh, a this is like a like a wayne's brother scary movie type situation oh right? okay i love it yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's a parody yeah suicide squad called yes. crack squad yeah. <laughs> yeah. perfect no notes um and they go they start off as plumbers trying to kind of I'm just kind of recapping the plot. They start so, off as mafia people doubling as plumbers, as plumbers so they can and infiltrate, and steal the MacGuffin of the, the MacGuffin, which is what gold dildo, Everybody. gold dildo. Perfect. Yeah. Great. And so at the end, when they're trying to, you know, fill the crack, of course, they're putting it in the wrong way, you know, and they're like, ah, oh, yes. no, it looks like it's yeah. fucking the earth. Oh, God. Yeah. And, you know. Kevin James doesn't know where the cracks clit is. That's his whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> That he falls down, yeah. and then the dildo hits him in the face, and he's like, "Oh yeah. no!" And I it's don't actually, like this. It's actually, it's you know, this dildo, unlike its predecessors, not for pleasure. There's a USB in there, and they have oh. to plug it in, and it actually controls the climate of the planet and like oh the temperature. So they removed it, and the planet got too hot, hmm. and the inner core, you know, exploded. I see, making the titular crack. Mm-hmm. I like it. So they get this gold deal that they go and they goes, oh, it's a great crack. And then it comes back and then the monster eats them. Got yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. I like it. Nice little 90 minutes. It's got to be a crisp 90 minutes yeah. in and out. Can't I'm calling be... it 92 because there's mm. going to be a little bit of a people love these post credit scenes. All right? uh, mm-hmm. And then it's going to be, you know, they're at the funeral for all these people. 
and uh, one of their kids is crying watching mm. you know them being put laid to rest and then just in their hand the pan the camera pans down and in their hands is the golden dildo oh my god so they're gonna then you know there's like <gasps> You know the crack the crack squad will be back twenty twenty six in unfortunately titled Crack Squad Two Cracker <laughs> Crack Squad Two never stop cracking That's never stop crackalacking never stop cracking very go. good all right I like it we have we have a real winner um do you want to call up uh, Mr Pacino and and pitch him this movie I have his number that I will give to you you know. This actually is an idea that I like a lot, so I'd like to I'd like to have my people maybe like I'd like you to maybe sign something, have my people look at it, and then um, yeah, we could talk to Al. If you yeah, yeah, you know, we, we yeah, call him up, call him up. Okay, let's call him up. Whatever, we're friends. And for uh, yeah, you know, I I just don't want to get in your way when you're pitching this to Al Pacino. I'm not mm-hmm. going to be talking for this because I just oh, want okay. to give you space as the guest. Okay, you know, to really um, a lot of pressure. Should I be wearing a tie? Um, okay? no, no, I think it'll be okay. okay. Ring, ring. Hello. Hey, Daddy. Um, it's 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 Ben. Oh, Ben, how are you doing? Good, man. We've never really met, but Tristan and I are friends. Oh, that's nuts. We yeah, no need to curse. Uh, we we uh we we were talking on this podcast, Mm. and we know that you love podcasts and you love movies. Those are we all have that in common. I love it. Uh, I love Blank Check. You listen to that one? Great. Great. Oh, yeah. I was thinking of like. What a podcast. I was thinking of like the movie. Isn't there a movie called Blank Check? Oh, Oh, there is. Yeah, we. I I have a cold. (laughs) (laughs) But um, we (sighs) had a little idea for you. Um, Okay. We want to put you in a main role in a new indie parody uh-huh. movie that we're that we're working on it's something you've never done before i think it would be great for you uh do you mind if i tell you a little bit about yeah, it? yeah yeah i was gonna say what is it a parody of you know can you just kind of lay it's it a out? parody of you know like you know all those movies you know yeah like, i know all the movies i'm yeah, i'm al pacino so really i'm a to, famous actor i don't really have to bring it all down but you know like imagine like ghostbusters okay meets the town meets okay. uh Pacific Rim, you know, mm, it's mm, one of those, mm, right? Okay. So it's got a little bit of everything except for Idris Elba in it because he contractually, we can oh. together again. But uh, here's what the movie is, all right? We've got, it's called Crack Squad. I think. Oh, I love it. I love a yeah. Crack Squad movie. Yeah. Cra- I knew you did. I knew you oh. would. I told Tristan you would. I told Tristan you would. <laughs> Tristan wasn't so sure, but I said, Tristan, Al loves this, okay? Um, so here's what happens. We've got a group. You're the, you're the boss. I'm right? the boss. You're the, you're the, they're the head honcho of a group of mafia members. Oh, you, okay. You well, task, they're trying to, they're trying to impress you by stealing like a golden dildo. Okay. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah. That's almost as funny as Jack and Jill. Who you <laughs> Who are you telling, buddy? I know. Uh, yeah, so they're they're gonna they're gonna steal this golden dildo to impress you. Uh, to do so, they dress up as uh, plumbers. What, like they, the Mario Brothers? Yeah, like a less racist take on the Mario Brothers. Okay. Probably. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You know, got to have respect. Yeah. Twenty twenty two. We got to be careful. What, as a famous Italian person, I want to make sure 
that you yeah. know Italians look okay. Now, do people think you're Cuban a lot? Does that happen? You know, I, I'll just finish. I mean, it used to happen, but not so much anymore. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's mostly the height. Yeah, yeah. People I see my height and they go, "Oh, we can't possibly be Italian." That, you know what? I'm not even going to touch that. Um, okay, so <laughs> they're plumbers, and they're mafia members, dressed as plumbers infiltrating a high-tech secure location mm. they steal the golden dildo to impress <laughs> you their boss. oh the golden oh that's Back, so baby. funny oh them stealing the golden dildo triggers a catastrophic world-ending event the crust of the earth cracks open wow and now they have to escape destruction death destitution to get the golden dildo back okay. to you and as soon as you get that golden dildo in your hands. I'm going to have to hold a dildo? We sorry, can get sorry a... let me rephrase. I get to hold a dildo? <laughs> hey, you wanted to be an actor. You know That's what I mean? True. That's true. Is, they don't tell you this in class. You know what <laughs> I mean? All right. Uh, yeah, you get to hold the dildo. And if you're not comfortable, we'll have, a, you know, we can have like an old child do it for you. Uh, anything that you need is fine. So you go, what the hell? What what is this? What I don't want this. I didn't ask you to do this. And you make them return the dildo. And then as they're returning the golden dildo, they have to basically face all the death and destruction that they've mm. caused mm. and atone for their sins by helping people along the way and you know putting the golden dildo back. Twist ending. They, as soon as they try to put the golden dildo back the earth beneath them opens up and they oh. get swallowed whole by uh, manatee? You guessed it. Something from down under gets them. Okay, I like it. Um, and I'll say this. Boom! Flash! Tentacles! Teeth! You know, it's all happening. Just I know you like that stuff. Okay, so, yeah. Uh, I famously love when people use CGI <laughs> in a film. <laughs> I loved doing it for the Irishman, and I would do it in every movie. Yeah, you know, so, the first third of that movie that I watched over and over again, just to really power through it, was it's a great movie. Something. Yeah, it's it's you a really good movie. It. It's a little long, but that's the point of the picture. Here's the thing, I love right. it. It sounds like it's only about a day and a half of work for me, which is great because I got a daughter and I gotta go to a recital soon. She's sure. got a recital every other day, it seems. So yeah. I can squeeze you in. I love the idea. Oh, I love to be. I'm so rarely the boss in these Italian joints. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So yeah. it's good to be the boss. So I like that. And I like the idea of maybe being funny again. Ooh. So you have me on board. I'll sign a deal memo as soon as you send it over. Okay, beautiful. I'm thrilled. I do have one quick note. Yeah. Uh, I don't know that you. You're more of like a. You're more of like a straight man in this. Is that? You mean like I'm not? Well, I'm. I'm. I know Jackie Chan's daughter. If that's what you mean. Like, I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm. You mean? Oh, you mean like I'm not goofy? Yeah, unless you need. Be... Do you need to? Do you feel like <sighs> it's just like we have a lot of goofy people already, and we kind of thought you'd be like the, the guy who wouldn't. <sighs> okay. Can I know. play a straight laced person? Can we get old Al back? You know, young Al, rather. Can we yeah. get demure Al Pacino, not cranked, to 11, back here? Can we do it? 
You know, I think we the... can do it. Okay. For you, I will. For me. Yes. Is there anything that you wouldn't do for this movie? No. Wake up before 9 a.m. You're going to get me in the middle of the afternoon for one day, but I'll okay. do it. But that, those three hours, you better believe I will give all my attention to the earpiece giving me my lines. I love it. I'm just going to talk to my people and make sure that's okay. And mm-hmm. then, um, you know. Yeah, I think, you know, this could be you or it could be someone else. So this is great. You're like, you're one of our top two people. Okay, <laughs> okay. Be- <laughs> I feel a little nagged right now. Uh, but uh, I'll have my agent at CAA call you. <laughs> Click. <laughs> so Ben, how'd it go uh, with Mr. Pacino? <laughs> sounded like good up until the very last second there. <laughs> then it sounded a little dodgy. You know, I'm an old school guy. I play yeah, hard yeah. to get. I don't like to just give. I want to make sure you want the part. I mean, it just seemed like <laughs> it just seemed like Al wanted me to think that he wanted the part. So I was, you know, I was a little tough on him. Okay, okay, yeah. tough love. Well, yeah. I love this film we made. Are you ready for? Uh... <laughs> Thank you for talking for Al Pacino. I just get nervous talking to famous people. You see, so I hey, you know, in um, this business, I'm pretty used to it. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, right. So. Yeah, yeah. Famously, uh, a lot of a lot of famous people in comedy and podcasting for free you yeah know? when i when i podcast from my home i only talk to celebrities so that's true cool. i mean i'm doing it right now ben so yeah hey yeah. talk to me okay okay uh you ready are you ready for a lightning round yeah let's do okay. it so first one is forge <clears throat> so i think that this is a period piece about a blacksmith who has erectile dysfunction and he's trying, he partners with an apothecary to try and cure his ailment and accidentally starts the bubonic plague. Oh, okay. And that's, that's my pitch. You're a year ago. That's not bad. I was, I was circling something pretty similar to that. So I guess I'll go in a different direction. Okay. Um, I like a future space epic for forge. Mm. They're building a Dyson sphere around the sun. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it's actually like a love. It's you know the, the Dyson sphere is just uh, you know it's a allegory. You know it's a euphemism, whatever for romance and how oh, okay. when you love someone it can be smothering. You know, mm-hmm. and if you mm-hmm. smother someone, you can dim their light and eventually harness it for your own power. Uh, so so it's a pro gaslighting film. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. It's kind of like. You ever seen uh, Solaris with uh, George Clooney? I have not, but I will certainly try to remember that name. Yeah, so it's like, ooh, this is spacey. Mm-hmm. It's going to get you. If you're a sci-fi guy, this is going to get you. And then it's like, JK, there's a message. It's going to be like that. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah. Next one, we have ballet. Mm. Mm-hmm. So ballet makes me think of... It's about a, a working class mother who is just tr- played by Catherine Hahn, obviously, mm. <laughs> who's got three kids and she's in rural Iowa and her son wants to take ballet mm-hmm. and she has to get over her own pre- preconceived notions about what that means about him and what it means for her family because she needs to learn to support her son. Gotcha. Love that. It's a, like a, a dramedy. You know, Catherine yeah. excels at that. Yeah. Okay. Um, 
Mine's okay. Are you okay? Yeah, I, I'm. I'm, I'm bracing myself. <laughs> um, a little bit of a takeoff of yours. Okay, yes, yeah, fine. So it's instead of Catherine Hahn, it's Tracy Ellis Ross. Mm. She's a high pop. She's a aloof, like she's a you know dignitary. Mm. Three had three daughters, all died. Oh. They're in a ballet accident. She has a son who she wants to force mm. into ballet to keep the tradition going. He doesn't want to do it. They live in Ohio. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, it's really just like this kind of like gritty father, mother. It's like a horror thriller, actually. She's okay. forcing him to be a ballet kid. So and, she uh, like shaves his toes to fit in the point shoes, that sort yep. of stuff. Yeah, that sort of stuff. And then he becomes the be he he does ballet, and it actually triggers the apocalypse. And his his <laughs> he does a uh, what's it called plie or whatever. Yeah, called, yeah, yeah. Right? And, and the earthquakes open. The gates of hell open. Demons come out of this little hell gate, mm-hmm. and they eat Tracy Ellis Ross. Uh, what you know? I don't like that I cast her in this. I love her so much that, but it's a good role for her. Yeah, yeah. And I love this kind of like Ants Bugs Life situation you've created for us. Like mine's like <laughs> mine's from Disney. It's from Fox Searchlight, but it's right. like a family movie that's like, you know, straight story, very sort of heartwarming, like a PG feature. And then you're mm-hmm. like, okay, what's the opposite of that, but about the same <laughs> something? I wanna ca- I wanna capture the same kind of audience, but like this mm-hmm. is like to me, this is like um everything everywhere all at once. Is that the right whatever? Yeah, that's the called. correct title. I have not that seen the film coming- yet. That I know, I know, I know, I know. I won't say anything else actually about it, but other than it's like when that came out, and then Doctor Doctor Strange, oh yeah, 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 and this came, and I was like, well, I'm gonna watch both of these movies, and I am going to compare, which you know, Mm -hmm. I'm gonna compare all the stuff, and I'll say Doctor Strange too did not hold up compared to the other film, so that's it. That is fair. I love my boy Sam Raimi, but I love my boy Sam Raimi when he has like five dollars to make a movie. Sure. Um, Yes. The next one we have is Moment. Blessed, blessed be. I think the moment is a romantic comedy about a museum curator at the Metropolitan. No, so the Museum of Modern Art at the MoMA, and she works at the front desk, and she meets a lady that she likes, and then you know it's a meet cute and will they won't they for the first you know thirty minutes. Kind of like you got mail only with them interacting over the ticket counter. Um, I think Maya Hawk and Kiki Lang for the for the two roles roles, so I can okay. uh, break the internet. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Not bad. All right. Thank you. Not okay. bad is exactly what you want to hear when you pitch someone a movie. Oh yeah, not bad. Uh, well, you know, I'm just gonna steal the parts I like to make my movies. So it doesn't really <laughs> well, matter. that seems to be the trend now, doesn't it? <laughs> Uh, moment. Mine is a romantic horror thriller. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it takes place in the Bronx Zoo, and uh, it's about a teller. Or, no, it's it's about a, a zookeeper who uh-huh. uh, has a. There's a fellow. There's two zookeepers, and they're having like this tryst in secret. And one day, the one of the zookeepers is like, "I need to tell my wife about this." I'm going to go home after I feed the gorillas. I'm going to go home and I'm going to tell my wife that we're together. I'm going to leave my kids. I'm going to be with you. 
And then the other zookeeper's like, gang, gang, let's do it. And then <laughs> the, the zookeeper who's about to leave their wife goes to the gorilla cage and it's open. And then they go in there and they're like, what's going on? Chuckles, banana berries. Where is everybody? And then he, they turn around and there's a big gorilla double club fist coming right for their face. And then time freezes. And then, you know, moment, right? Flashes. Mm -hmm. And their whole life, all their decisions that led up to this moment flash before their eyes. Mm. Uh, And, you know, there's certain points where it's like, oh, you made these choices. Back to the back to the present. They're getting their face bashed, right? (laughs) (laughs) Sure, 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 sure. And eventually they just have to keep making, it's like butterfly effect. Uh, effect they just have to keep making the right choices until they don't get their face smashed in. Mm, mm, mm. so it's like sort of a sisyphean moment yeah next one i like it i do i like it um it's not bad um, <laughs> i think that for someone who doesn't usually do well not bad is pretty good so okay. <laughs> you can't hurt me with that that's fair we have mayor up next mm. mayor is um, mine is called May or May Not. Ooh. And it's, did you ever see Welcome to Mooseport <laughs> with Ray Romano? It's kind of like that film okay. where this guy is like, a, he's a small town guy living in a small town world. Mm-hmm. Um, and he thinks he can make his community better by running for local office. Um, and it's about him becoming the mayor, but he has to get out of his own way because he kind of has an ego about himself. But, you know, he slowly learns to listen to what people actually want as opposed to going, no, I know what's best. You know, it's one of those kind of like, again, kind of like a, <laughs> I keep making mid-budget family-friendly comedies, but I like it anyway. Okay. Yeah. Hell yeah. Love it. Okay, I love it. You like it, I love it. Well, thank you. Um, mine is just, uh, it's a straight-up documentary of John Mayer. It's just following okay. John Mayer around. Okay. And, uh, but it has the budget of a Marvel movie. So <laughs> you can CGI all the mistakes he made with his past lovers. In there. That's it. Good, 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 good. I have one final one, and okay. this is a great one to end on, I think. The, the word is heat. Mm. Now, famously, Heat is already a film. I, I've, I've heard of that. Yeah, yeah, I've heard something. Oh, great that. ass, etc. <laughs> um, I've only seen half of it. So, Heat is the first half of what I've seen, and then what I think the rest of the movie is. Mm. So, I got to the scene where they're talking in the diner, the famous scene where they're like, oh, "I'm a cop. I'm a criminal. They're, we're not so different. We have to have an understanding." And from there, we get Al Pacino. We get Robert De Niro back. They're de-aged again to match Mm. what we got. So from there, it turns into a (laughs) mid-budget romantic comedy. Sure, yes. A star-crossed lovers, will they, won't they, Romeo and Juliet remake. I love it. In the style of she's the man or 10 things I hate about you or clueless. Okay. Now, before I even say whether I hate it, love it, whatever, mm-hmm. is there full penetration, yes or no? Um, there is implied 
full penetration. We don't see it because we, again, we want to make sure it's like PG 13 at most, but you do see D H Robert De Niro. Take it like a champ. I would like to see, I would like to see like a, you know, maybe you have to use prosthetics for this because, you know, uh, unions, but like a docking scene, you know, where they're just like, you know, <laughs> I think that would be pretty nice. But if, if you have that, you have me. You have my okay. $18. That's what I would say. Okay. I, th- I do like this idea of Pacino and, uh, and De Niro docking and going just, you know, it's not bad. You know, it's um, ticklish, you know. Okay, heat. Heat. A uh, group of explorers gets caught in the Arctic. Okay. They all die. Only two are left. Damn. They have to hold on to each other, maintain their body heat at an exact uh, 97.8 degrees. Otherwise, the bomb they have strapped to them will explode. <laughs> what a twist. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh. Oh my god. So they have to maintain they, they have to maintain that heat. And one of the ways they do that is by docking. That is very yes. important to the film. Yes. So, yeah. Very important heat. to the film. Uh you love to see it. Well, Ben, this has been an absolute delight. <laughs> this has been great. Thank you. Um, man. what do you want people to know about you that listen to this podcast? Uh, you know, I have big feet, but they're more wide than big. Mm-mm. But other than you that, you know what that can- means. Oh, bad back. Um, <laughs> wide feet, bad back. You know what I always say. You can't uh, lose. <laughs> if you want to follow me on Instagram, I'm at Shaq Katzner on Instagram and Twitter. Um, I have a graphic novel, like I said before, called Hello, My Name is Poop. I would love for you to check it out. I think it's great. It's from, it's usually, it's like geared towards uh, middle grade readers. So like, you know, eight to 13 or whatever, but like, hmm. There's stuff for everybody. The images are amazing. The artists were amazing on it. Ian McGinty and Fred Strassing were great. Um, and uh, I don't know. Come check me out at the show. I'll have some other stuff to announce later. So follow me on stuff and you can see the two things I'm doing over 13 years of existing in entertainment. That's not true. That was too many years, but you get it. It's fine. I do get it. Well, thank you very much for doing the show. And it was great pitching with you. 